0: Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. It's August 8th. And if you know me well, you know that two of my biggest anniversaries come in August. One just happened and one's tomorrow. Um, August 5th was the four year anniversary of Brightline Eating. Happy four years to us. Yay! And August 9th, tomorrow, um, I will be celebrating 24 years clean and sober. And I just got back, I'm in re-entry. Probably the most profound reentry I've ever been in. I just got back from spending 10 days in an intentional community in Oregon, a conscious community of 135 people who have come together as an experiment in new human relating, so that people can relate to each other And the individual can relate to the community and the community can relate to the earth in a different way, a profoundly different way. And I feel altered from having spent those 10 days there. I feel so altered that I don't even know what to say about how altered I feel. I feel like every breath that I take has a different feeling to it. I feel like every step that I take, I'm considering. I feel like I've been taken off autopilot and put on manual mode. (laughs) So like, for example, if you only drive a stick shift or only drive an automatic and you suddenly got put into a stick shift, suddenly... Driving would be intentional in a whole new way. I feel like that kind of except, except sort of with the opposite flavor. Like that would have sort of a panicked, like intense mode. And this is more of a easy, flowy kind of feeling. I feel very calm. I feel very zen. And I feel very in tune with my intuition and my gut and, and, um, very aware of the miracle of every moment and the way even my day is kind of dancing with grace and unfolding for my benefit just right. And what we did there that has put me into this altered state is we stayed present to each other. We made eye contact. And each hug was deep and full-bodied and lasted for several breaths that we intuitively synced up with each other. And there was always someone to check in, how are you? And then we got together in this dome, this big dome that people created in the Emerald Forest of the wilderness of Oregon where 135 people could sit in a circle together. And we did group process work, like we mingled and found someone that we hadn't unsaid with, maybe something that we hadn't told them, or we mingled and found someone and shared the story that we'd made up in our heads about them and shared how that, our our evidence for that story and and the benefit to us in keeping that story and our, our fear of letting go of that story. And we process childhood dreams. I had a very profound experience acting out this childhood nightmare that I had experienced over and over and over and over again as a kid. This nightmare was relentless. I was not a kid with a lot of nightmares, but this nightmare I had all the time. And in this nightmare, a white stallion was going through the neighborhood and we were all terrified because what the stallion would do is trample down the front door and then kill everyone inside. And we were all huddled and whispered and horrified because you never know if your house was next that night. And in the dream, my mom and I, I lived alone with my mom at the time and my mom and I were so afraid. And then the night came And the horse trampled down our door. And my mom and I were huddled in the stairwell together. And at the crucial moment where the horse was reared up, I ducked behind my mom and she got killed. And then the dream ended, always. And I got to act that out with somebody playing the different roles And as they played, my mom slain in front of me, I got to experience losing my mom like that. And when we processed it in the big circle, the facilitator said, those dreams, nightmares, especially on a global scale, like that, notice that the stallion was white, they said. And an active annihilator and going door to door and covering the neighborhood. They said, what are you annihilating in your life? What what big global vision do you have? And where are you taking action on a massive scale to stamp out what needs to be stamped out? And I said, well, (laughs) actually, It was so neat to repurpose that dream in that way that I get to be the white stallion now. Anyway, I came home to my sweet husband and my kids are off at sleepaway camp. So I got to just have a much more gentle re-entry than I would have if the whole family had been here. I'm really looking forward to seeing them, though. And then today, on my reentry day, I had a Bright Lifers coaching call, and I got to spend a little over two hours with my Bright Lifers tribe. And I got to feel the love and the presence that we have together here in Brightline Eating. And with my husband, I got to feel it, too, I was afraid that my altered state would clash horribly with my life back home. And actually it's pretty easy to live my life back home in this new way, seeking the deep connection and being really lovey. Um, There was a lot of touch at this camp. Actually, when you, registered and showed up, they invited you to think about how much touch you're comfortable with. And if you're comfortable with someone putting their hand on your shoulders or giving you a hug from behind spontaneously or putting their hand on your knee if you're sitting next to them in one of the group sessions, sitting so closely together in a circle, and if you're up for the foot massage while you're sitting there doing the group process work, to put on a green wristband. I still have mine on. And if you want someone to always ask first to put on a yellow or an orange one, and if you really, um, prefer not to be touched, especially by people that you don't know well, to put on a red one. Or if you've been traumatized or abused or, um, yeah, if touch is something that is not, um, a connecting pleasurable experience for you to put on a red one. So I had a green one on the whole time and I got, I got to feel the, you know, the calf and and foot massages while we were sitting in the.